Grai. The winners, the people, the places, and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat on Radio Tab. As they come down to the 400 and the sprint goes on now, Max Gal in front, pressured by Layla's lad. Court Potter's right there, poised to pounce, followed by Necessitas. Okanagan missed, dropping out. And back at the tail, Ancient Chores on the bend in the cup now. And the leader is Max Gal. She railed like a greyhound. But here's Court Potter joining in down the outside. Court Potter's swallowing them up, and the favourite goes to the lead. And she draws away to win the cup. Court Potter, too good. Second in the race, Max Gal. Third, Layla's lad. A break to Okanagan miss. And then the stable mates pulling up together. Necessitas and Ancient Chores and the Marilla Cup for 2021 thanks to the Q Hotel. Yes, Courtbot taking out the Marilla Cup at Miles on Saturday with Brett Moody's call there of the winner trained by Ducky Baker and ridden by apprentice Jake Malloy taking out the feature race at the Miles and District Amateur Picnic Race Club program on Saturday as we welcome you to Bushbeat for another week here on Radio Tab. News on that Miles meeting coming up this morning as well as what happened at Mariba and Nanango on the weekend and a look back at the Lock Racing Club meeting in South Australia on Sunday plus an update for of the uh, 2021 Magic Millions Gold Coast March Yearling Sale, which is now right upon us. Helping us out with that update and plenty of news, as always, each and every week on Bushbeat is Rob Luck. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. And uh, great to hear that exciting call to kick off the show this morning in the Marilla Cup out of that uh, Miles meeting, Tony. But we're going to come back to that because, uh, Tony, I got a little email uh, yesterday, I think it was, one of those Australia Post ones that remind you that certain things have been sent and will mm -hmm. be delivered to you in a few days. And this one happens to come from the Magic Millions. And I'm guessing it's a catalogue. So I've been hanging out. I know it's online, but it's not as easy for me to do that online. I need that hardcover catalogue in my hands. And uh, what better way to uh, talk about that this morning with the upcoming March Cutis sale than to bring on Tony McMahon. Uh, Tony's been going to this sale much longer than I have and uh, taking tours of people down. And I'm sure he's looking forward to it again this year. Good morning to you, Tony. Uh, good morning, Rob. Good morning, Tony. And, uh, yes, certainly am looking forward to the sale, which comes up on the 15th and 16th of March. I, I think from memory, this is about the 25th uh, year that uh, we've been going down to the sale with central Queenslanders and people from out Queensland, and it's been a spectacular result with winners and more over that period of time. It's quite amazing when you have a look back through the, uh, the some of the stars that have come out of just this March sale alone, Tony. I was having a look at the Magic Millions website earlier this morning, but... You rattle off this list of uh, of stars like Buffering, Spirit of Boom, Boom Sara, Master Jamie, Winning Albert, uh, Winning Rupert, I should say, uh, Apache Chase and uh, Wishful Thinker, who's uh, starting to light up the track in Hong Kong. It's quite amazing to see some of those stars have come out of this uh, this March sale, which I suppose has always played second fiddle a little bit to the January yearling sale. Yeah, that's exactly right, uh, Tony. I was speaking to James Dawson yesterday from Magic Millions, and he was saying that one of the uh, Magic Millions' best performing sales on the racetrack it consistently doubles the sales gross in prize money earnings. And in the uh, 2015 and 2017 sales, for example, the return on sales price was 250% above. So uh, that's in prize money. So it's, it's, it's quite remarkable. And on the local scene, the horses that we know, of course, the latest star is uh, Master Jamie, who won that gateway and is straight into the uh, Stradbroke handicap. And he was a very cheap buy from the Magic Millions. And uh, he's, he's a real star. He's won uh, over half a million now. And uh, we're really looking forward to him. I was speaking to uh, Graham Green on Saturday. He said he's progressing beautifully. And, of course, 
Graham will be down there with a team of owners buying that game. He does every year at this March sale. And of course, the other one, which uh, is close to my heart, was uh, Paris Imperial. We, we got her for 9000 She won 379000 So it's some great bargains. You haven't got to pay a fortune. And it's a wonderful catalogue. We've got uh, 409 yearlings, I think. It is 419 yearlings. It's on the uh, 15th and 16th of March. So everyone's looking forward to it. Some, uh, like we've got, for example, 80 lots by Better Than Ready, the champion stallion, 35 by Spirit of Boom, and, and the list goes on. And a lot of first-season stallions. Um, Raheem Studs' heroic Ballas got 31, the Mission 11. And you just go through the through the list, though. It's a star-studded catalogue, that's for sure. Can't get hold of that catalogue quick enough, Tony. You've, uh, my mouth is watering listening to the names that are going through. But what I also like about this sale is that you look at the runners in the Magic Millions two-year-old and three-year-old classics that come around in January, and there's quite often two, three, four of the runners will come from the March sale. And as a result, we're seeing this average pushing up, aren't we? And years gone by, it might have been around about the 1920, but I think last year around about that 28,000 uh, average. And it's to be expected because of the results you're seeing. Yes, spot on, Rob. But isn't this uh, cutie system a, a marvellous thing? I'll just give you an example. Uh, say, for example, I'm, I'm writing a story this very moment about a horse called Marway, who came from the Capricorni mm-hmm. sale, and he's a very, very good horse. And he's racing in Sydney tomorrow it's on the Kensington track for $22,000 to the winner. I know uh, that's the midweek prize money down there, but if you've got a two-year-old filly that wins a race at Mackay, Townsville or Rockhampton, you get $23,150. And all these are yearlings in the sale of cutest yearlings. So, you know, the incentive's there to buy, and as you say, the average is 28000 uh, Quite a few sell for a lot less and quite a few sell for more, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a fantastic incentive from this sale. And Magic Millions, as you know, you've been the recipient of their hospitality. They go out of their way to look after people. It's on again this year. Uh, for example, if they have regular buyers that have purchased yearlings in recent years for $10,000 or more, they will pay for their accommodation, which this year is going to be at Broadbeach, a couple of venues there. And that's a great incentive. And if someone goes down and buys one this year for 10000 they can make application to Magic Millions for a refund of their accommodation. And, of course, that barbecue on, on the Sunday, we missed it last year, I think, uh, because of the uh, COVID restrictions. But uh, it's going to be on again uh, this year, so we look forward to that too. Uh, it's going to be a mighty time. You'll have a big team, of course, coming down from uh, Rockhampton. And um, uh, it's it's one of those things, Tony, you're quite right. They really do look after you, right from picking you up at the airport if you arrange that um, with them as well. And uh, it's it's just such an exciting time because we've been, we, uh, I know on Bushbeat, since the cutest 600 concept of the sale came in in March, been plugging that sale and it's i don't think it needs much plugging anymore does it? it people just know about it they know the benefits of cutis you're now seeing the city trainers going out to places like dolby and racing horses for that cutest money uh it's certainly become that backbone and um tony just tell the listeners what's the best way to uh to get hold of uh the information and who to contact at magic millions again well you contact a lady called debbie caltabiano uh She's a racing lady, her husband Mario Caltabiano is a trainer on the Gulf Coast. By means of getting onto uh, the Magic Millions, it's, it's very easy to get across to their phone number and, and on their uh, their website. And uh, Debbie will make all the arrangements for your accommodation and all your pickups from the from the airport. So uh, that's the way to go about it. But you're right, Rob, a lot of people coming from around Rockhampton and further north Queensland, the regulars, they never miss it. They're treated as probably their only holiday for the year, but it's, it's a working holiday. 
Exactly right. It's my annual holiday, and I and I just looked at some results from Rockhampton on the weekend, where of course Justin and Stanley and Ash Butler got race to race doubles, and straight away you see John Wigington's name. Now he doesn't miss getting a good cutest horse out of these sales, and he got another one by the looks of it with Moonlit Rose took the cutest money in that uh, race there on the weekend. So John, I'm sure, will be backing up. Uh, of course, he's had some great purchases in previous years. Yeah, I was delighted that I actually instigated John coming to the sale some years ago and what did he come up with? Better Reflection. He was a yeah. wonderful two-year-old. And this was Moonlit Rose by Soberg. Cost $26,000 and got most of that back with its win on Saturday. And there's many, many more wins coming ahead for Moonlit Rose. Yeah, John's definitely coming. I've been speaking to him and some of his owners are going down too, so they'll be buying up for sure. Yeah, you can see with things like Alicia's Dream, I'd imagine Nick Walsh will be on the plane as well. And, uh, of course, as I mentioned, uh, Justin Stanley getting that race-to-race double. That exciting horse busted up for Clinton Taylor was one of them. And then Ash Butler combined with Ricky Vale with more than luck. And I love this hippie for Ricky Vale, so a race-to-race double for trainer and stable there. Um, any other news coming out of the yes, area, yes, uh, Tony? Uh, a quick update on Sweet Dolly, that uh, fabulous mm-hmm. two-year-old. I think the best two-year-old we've seen here for umpteen years. She won a barrier trial yesterday by 12.75 lengths. Now, don't take too much notice of that because she just beat two maidens, but she ran very good time over the 900 metres. I just got off the phone recently this morning to uh, Kevin Hanson. They're taking her to the Sunshine Coast in, in a fortnight's time, the 27th of February, for a two-year-old race down there. It's police race. She'll win it, so get on now. And uh, then she goes down. She'll be with us down there at the Magic Millions for the uh, the big two-year-old race down there on the day before the, uh, the sale. So, uh, yeah, she's flying. That's a great race day, isn't it, Tony? That's a really good race day, that one. It is. It is. And everyone can just walk over to the sales venue uh, anytime Mm. during the day and have a look at the yearling. So, yeah, that's the news. Sweet Dolly. Uh, She's very, very good. Tony, thank you for bringing us up to date with all of that news. We'll check in again with you before the sales roll around next month, but it's happening very, very quickly and very, very soon. It's amazing how quick 2021 is starting to get away from us, and we look forward to catching up in March. Thanks, Tony. Yes, those catalogues in the mail, so people will get them this week if they don't get them. They're online. Just contact Magic Million. Good on you, Tony. Thanks for joining us on Bushbeat this morning. Pleasure. Thanks, Henry. Tony McMahon there with an update on all of that. You'll find all of the information, Rob, at the uh, Magic Millions website, magicmillions.com.au, or you can phone uh, the uh, the main switch there on double five zero four one two double zero double five zero four one two double zero. Debbie Caltabiano is the lady who's looking after all of the uh, the hospitality and accommodation bookings and everything like that. And as we said, it'll be here before we know it. Monday, March 15, Tuesday, March 16, selling from 10 a.m. both days with 419 lots to go under the hammer. Debbie does a fantastic job looking after your arrangements, Tony. I can certainly vouch for that and uh, can't wait for that annual holiday to come around. The winners, the people, the places and everything that makes country racing great. This is Bushbeat. They go to the 600 metre mark and it's still held together here. Bold Kingston up on the outside is Tennessee Boy. They were followed by Speed 8 who's moving into it nicely. Lushan tucked away behind them on the inside running fourth and now Roxburgh starting to pick up the bet and trying to get into the race. Coming to the home corner and it's Bold Kingston in front. On the outside trying to eyeball it now is Tennessee Boy. So Tennessee Boy goes up to Bold Kingston. Tennessee Boy put its nose in front of Bold Kingston. Lushan's trying 
trying to get up on the inside. Tennessee boy, though, given full ball near the line, raced away to beat Bold Kingston. Speed 8 gets third. Lucian, a little bit unlucky, couldn't get a run through on the fence, and Roxburgh the last one home. Blue Forsyth there with the call of the Jenny Ball Racing Open Plates at Mariba on Saturday. And Rob, Tennessee boy for Watterson Devilla and Roy Chalimi successful there on the weekend. And there's your reason for the cutest March sale. Three-year-old gelding by Spill the Beans now won close to $172,000 with seven wins and four minor placings out of 11 starts. And we uh, had the privilege of being able to catch up with Peter Rowe and uh, Kristen Swaffer making the trek down to the awards night in Emerald. Well, Peter's on with us again this morning. And, Peter, I'm sure the Rowe establishment have got plans surely to be going to this March sale when you see a result like Tennessee Boy. But please correct that price that were in the, in the results. I know he wasn't $15 because we all would have jumped on very quickly. Good morning to you. Morning, guys. And, yeah, um, it was a great weekend down at Emerald. I, I put it in my book for next year already. It was a good trip. It was well worth it. And the, the races were fantastic. The awards night was fantastic. And, um, yeah, it, it's going to become an annual thing. And, and you're right, we'll be heading down to um, Gold Coast in March and... If we could pick up a Tennessee boy, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? What did well, he actually start at? A dollar fifty, not fifteen dollars. Dollar fifty. Yeah, he definitely was. He was dollar fifty, and I tell you what, at the top of the straight, Marie's not got a very big straight, and I thought for a dollar fifty pop at the top of the straight, there would have been a few nervous moments, but then they let the handbrake off, and, and he won comfortably. So um, he, he was well deserved to be a dollar fifty, and on what was very, very much a front runner's track, I think he just sat on speed. And, um, he was far too good for them in the end. Yeah, he's first up since August, so he was entitled to um, not be 100% wound up for the race. But when you've got that record of seven wins and four minor placings from 11, Pete, he, he's certainly uh, a three-year-old that's come through uh, those two-year-old um, races and uh, been up against the top notches, and he's going to go on with it. I definitely think so. And um, I can tell you what he was wound up before the race. I was... Um, tied up down from him and Louise had her hands full trying to keep her nice and relaxed but she does an amazing job Louise she's always um, number one offside her and um, he looked he looked good he definitely needed the run he, he had a good blow after it um, but I tell you what there was another eye-catching run of that and it's, you're going to think I'm silly because he's run last but Rock Spur the old stayer first up mm -hmm. and his run was fantastic he only beaten just under three lengths on a, over 1100 11, metres it was it was one to watch. I think he'll be in for a good preparation. I love that traditional approach with a stayer. Get them started off with an 1,100, 1,200-metre run, build them up. I think this... Was this one of the ones you were tipping um, in Cup Carnival time last year? Yeah, he run... He was a, few, a bit unlucky. Him and Buxton were my two country cup horses mm -hmm. that I thought, with a bit more luck in the big races, could have finished a lot closer. But he um, he was tailed off early. They went that quick, and he couldn't probably couldn't see him through the dust with the first furlong. Um, but on the point of the turn, he wheeled him in and condition gave out the last 100, which you'd expect given that he was chasing for the majority of the race. But I think um, when he gets up to the 1,400 a mile this prep, I think he'll be more than competitive. Well, sticking with the uh, March cutest theme, and you go to the first race on the program, and Spirit of Boom, now the thing about Spirit of Boom, the progeny are only going to get stronger because the quality of mares have continued to go up and up and up. So these uh, yearlings coming through now are going to be keenly sought after. But it was interesting, the Quinella race in this here was uh, two ex-Rocket Lodge John Mansman horses, uh, Peter Quinellaing um, this race, and Darby Amos got his second win with the winner, Tatachilla. Yeah, it was probably the luck that won the race. Um, 
Scaramouche and Be Famous were moving up on the outside of the leader on the turn and unfortunately it ran right off the track and put their chances out and Tadachilla Emily just had the patient right in behind them and got the what looked like a, a gap big enough to drive the bus through in the end. It, it got up and Scaramouche had to readjust and it made a real lunge right on the line and Philly um, Slater, the horse that unfortunately went bush on the turn, he held on for third. So they lined up across the track. Mariba is a ridiculously funny angle. And from where we were at the tie-ups, we thought Mackenzie will do one, but we were very wrong. Um, Tadatila popped its head down and half a length from first to fourth. So it was, it was a really good finish. Good finish to uh, start the day. And uh, talking of front runners, Il Principe and Bonnie Thompson, there she is again riding a winner for Maria Patiris in the maiden plate. And this one was convincing. It was. Um, I think Dad went there pretty confident with Craig Lee Rafferty that she might finally be able to break it through, but she's run second again, and it never looked like catching this leader. It jumped Bill Principe. Bonnie, you don't get a better front-running rider in North Queensland mm. than Bonnie. When, when she's in front, there she's very, very hard to run down. And um, as I said, Mariba's got a pretty tight little track, so it skipped away. And um, hats off to Maria Patera. She's obviously Steve's daughter and Steve's stable four person when Steve's away, but that's her first winner in her own right. So um, Fantastic. It, it was a really good result. She's She's been trying and she's had some close calls and this horse showed a lot of ability when it first came to her stable and then probably was at the end of her preparation and as we all do, she just kept trying to get one more run out of it to try and get that win for her, but she gave it a break. She brought it back. It ran really well at the tabs last start prior to Mariba and um, it might be the way to ride it now. It just it just jumped, run, and never looked like getting beaten. Interesting to see that Maria got her first win at the same track Dad did. So Steve Steve's first win was up there, and now Maria's first win is up there. So I think the Batiris family are going to head to Maria week in, week out now. They love it. Don't you love a little bit of history like that, yeah. when, that when the stars align and come into, into play like that? That's fantastic. It is. And to win... And- Sorry, oh, yeah. go ahead. No, you're right. We all we all think, you know, our parents tell us, give us advice and, and whatnot, but I think Steve needs a little bit of credit here. He was telling me that Maria wanted to try and get a TAB win out of El Principe, and I think it's not beyond him. I think he's definitely going to be a tab horse, but he convinced her. He said, go to Mariba, get your first win and get your monkey off the back, and, and she did, so... It was it was good. They were they were tickle pink. The whole family was there, and and not one person begrudged her getting a win because she's a hard working girl, Maria. Your tips are pretty close all the time, Pete. So I think we'll be keeping an eye on that at the provincials. And uh, what a way to get the first winner, six and three quarter lengths. But of course, you don't see the winners coming uh, up there without Shalee de Villia. And Jeff Felix, great to see back in the saddle with this win with Golden Charles, the my boy Charlie. He'd been placed two of his last three, so quite a deserving win at decent odds. Yeah, four dollars sixty. I thought was very good odds. Like um, he he is a provincial class horse, and obviously it was a cutest class one. Interesting that he wasn't cutest registered Golden Charles because Michael Lee, who owns him, usually gets quite a few cutest runners, and um, I think he's got a couple of handy ones. Michael Charlie trains both of them at the moment. Um, it um, it won convincingly, and and Michael got a winner in Townsville last Friday with um, I think it's oh, Platinum Ruby. Yep. I think is its name, or something along those lines. I can't remember, to be honest. It won by seven lengths first up. So Michael, Lee and Charlie have got a, a couple of nice ones going around. And this one that won the last race, Cousin Muscles, at a seven-year-old, Von Costa de Hero. He's two from two at the track, so he certainly enjoys Mariba, but i got a feeling this horse is just getting better with age. And Bonnie yeah. on it again, of course. And you wouldn't read about it, led the whole way. It jumped... Um, mm-hmm. I had full intentions that dusk. I said to Kristen, try and lead. And 
he'd had other plans. He missed the kick and ran up as the gates opened. So Cousin Muscle landed, oh, landed in front two or three lengths and um, Bonnie raided it well. And it's one of those horses that on its day, it can be competitive in any race. But it's another one that's also got a few barrier um, behavioural issues, and he did everything right on the weekend. Stood there, jumped as good as gold, and um, they raced right away at the turn um, at dusk. And cousin muscles, but cousin muscles got the better of them and, and won convincingly. And then it was a—you can throw a handkerchief over the other three that finished second, third, and fourth. It was—it um, was a good, good run. And again, the Tiras clan getting another winner, and it was—it was good to see the family double. And I'm sure they're going to be heading back to Mariba, but where do the races head up in the uh, far north? And I'm sure Stephen Wilson's going to be sought after after that treble at uh, Townsville on Friday too, Peter. Yeah, we head to Townsville this week again on Friday. Um, Cairns next Tuesday. As far as the non-tabs go, we head to um, Bowen in a Saturday week, and then we've got Atherton and Charters Towers on the 6th. Unfortunately, they've got a clash, given we're so close together, but um, it'll be a good day at both places, and Speaking of Stephen Wilson, I reckon the Black Booker out of Mariba on the weekend was a runner of his called Let's Conquer, uh, Rachel Shred Road. It was first up in the north, and I reckon it was the run of the day. Obviously, you had your win at Hill Prince won by nearly seven, and then we had um, Tennessee Boy, but this horse, Let's Conquer, you don't you don't see him make that much ground up at Mariba, and it absolutely motored home. So I think it's got back in the next start wherever it goes, and it'll be at more than likely be at a provincial meeting and I think it'll be very hard to beat. And he's going so well with Roy Chalemi of course with that treble at Townsville Husset taking the cutest money and then of course he's uh, had a higher realm, that horse has come back uh, in giant form and then uh, later on lucky in life so the stable, the combination jockey are, are absolutely flying. Most definitely yeah, They um, it was it was a good day for the Chalemi stable and Steve and then um, Roy almost got four winners on the day with Bet on Love just getting rolled. Um, she finished second first up from the spell, so it's good to see Roy's team back back in form. And um, yeah, Steve Steve is riding exceptionally well. And you know when you put Steve on, he's going to give you 100. percent He he rides winners whether they're a dollar seventy or if they're fifty to one the same. And he's as honest as they come and hard working. And it's good to see him getting results again. Pete, thanks so much for joining us on Bushbeat this week with all of that news out of the uh, the far north. We'll catch up again soon. Sounds good. See you then. Peter Rowe joining us this morning. Rob, you mentioned uh, those results out of Townsville last Friday with that treble to Stephen Wilson and and uh, teaming up there with Roy Chalemi. And you also touched on with Tony McMahon talking about the Rocky doubles for Ash Butler, Ricky Vale and Justin Stanley just to complete the uh, the trio if we can. Mackay, yep. Tuesday of last week, Ashley Butler with a, a double and a, can we call it a double-double? Can we go to that now? If a jockey is a jockey trainer, can we call it a double-double like they do in basketball? Trinity Bannon with a, that, Tony. Yeah, with, with a double-double <laughs> for Trinity at that yeah. uh, Mackay program. That was Tuesday of last week. We always like catching up with some of those tab meetings, even though they are tab cards and everyone can get to see them. But uh, it's hard enough to win a race, let alone multiple wins, and it's always nice I'm, to acknowledge those. And Trinity Bannon Stable's another one. You know, you've got horses like Brad. You've got overseas going well that won at Townsville. And just another comment of a jockey who... He got a treble, but it was one winner over the three meetings. Young Adam Sewell, mm-hmm. uh, he got a winner at, uh, if we go to Rockhampton, the first sheet in front of me, Gypsy Biker for Leanne Applewhite. And then at Townsville, he also uh, picked up a winner there. I'll just find the, uh, the right page here. That was Hit Snooze for Georgie Holt. And then uh, he got the winner at Mackay on the weekend as well. 
And that particular winner uh, was Centre Fear for Olivia Cairn. So he's travelling around and getting some good results. Good on you uh, there, Adam Sewell. Just before we have a look at that uh, Marula Cup meeting at Miles and also news out of Nanango on the weekend, we'll have a look at the calendar of what is coming up. Uh, we've already touched on a few of these meetings, but uh, following on from uh, tab programs this week at Warwick Townsville and Mackay for Tuesday, Friday and Saturday respectively. That Mackay meeting, by the way, uh, features a cutest dual qualifier for the two-year-old plate series. Saturday's racing will also include Gladstone, Gundawindi and Roma. Sunday, there's a tab meeting in Gatton for the Lockyer Valley Turf Club. And I also want to put a plug in for the uh, Kangaroo Island Race Club doubleheader. Coming up this Thursday and Saturday, it's the uh, Sealing KI Racing Carnival that Mark Turner, the president, uh, has joined Tim Edwards with us here on Bushbeat uh, quite regularly to talk about. So... Uh, the uh, the two-day carnival, Thursday, and then the Dudley Wines KI Cup coming up on Saturday. Not forgetting on Sunday in South Australia, it's the Port Lincoln Cup Pro U. They have their cup meeting coming up on the 5th of March. And I have some news on the Lock uh, Cup program from the weekend as well to go through. So we've got lots of news this morning. We st- extend far and wide, right down to King Island that we heard uh, last week as well, Tony. But that Miles replay that we heard earlier on this particular Galloper Court Pot. Now, she's a four-year-old by Ballasprey and... Uh, his progeny have been setting the world on fire and particularly a big winner in Townsville the other week. Uh, but the mayor's in particular going extremely well. And this is the eighth win out of 23 starts. Five wins from seven runs in the previous seven runs for Baker and Jake Malloy with the three kilo claim. This is the sort of horse that's in such good form. Uh, I'm not sure, but Battle of the Bush time coming up later in the year and I'm sure that information won't be too far away. There might be some tweaking of um, of the conditions, but Court Pot might be the sort of horse that can extend out to that form. It's always interesting to look for these gallopers on the way through, and this one's certainly taken the eye and continued in that great form on the weekend. But, of course, the other big story out of um, Miles was uh, Jessica Lee Brand and her second training winner and two weekends in a row with the same horse, Orthodane. Johnny Rudd taking the ride, altered away in the straight, and, and if you get to hear the call, another great call from Brett Moody with about four or five of them going past the post the first time and declaring the photo finish on the first time around and plenty of other Brett uh, comments coming in. I really enjoyed listening to it, but really enjoyed to see Jess Brand get this second winner up after the win at Emerald and, and overflowing. And this is one of those horses that just does love to get out in front and free roll and get going, as Peter was saying before, with the one out of uh, Mariva. The other winners on the day there, Jeffrey Schrader and Paul Randall, uh, Valair de Harris, this fast and famous gelding, won at Taroom last run. So it's uh, 1,050, defeating Just Fabulous in Rural Rebel. Freedom reigns for Bob Murray. There's a good result. First start in the race for the Varengo four-year-old mare. Obviously been patient with it, the Murray team, and Michael Schrappel kicking it home over Storm Zone and over and over again and got out to good odds of $10 and took the cutest money, which is great. so close to sales time. And Matty Crop continues to uh, go to the country meetings and get results, this time with Lucky Time, the Bradbury's Luck, and another one that's going well for the stable. The next Chris Munts, two wins, two placings from four starts, and defeated Miss Belitz and uh, Maha Mustang. But big wins are hot. I think you've really got to keep an eye on that, Mayor. It's in great form. And Orthodane, it'll keep rolling along in front and uh, doing a great job for Jess Brand in the training ranks. Of course, we went to Nanango, and I thought, Tony, a big story out of Nanango in the very first race. Look at the trainer, Liam Birchley. Mm. This was on the back, and his first winner with She's Smart. Now, Tony, I'm pretty sure he's now up in the country. Oh, no, I shouldn't say country. We've got, got the uh, stable out in the rural environment. Is it Kilcoy? Out that, that way, area? yes, yes. 
Um, well, he it's his second runner back, and uh, it was great to see him get this out at Nanango with She Smart and Glam Rock, the smart missile four-year-old mare. So we'll see more of Liam Birchie's name, I'm sure. Christian Rink and Kelly Gates combined with Elena. I should have been backing that with my granddaughter's name. It's only spelt slightly differently, but uh, one at Kilcoy, two back. Defeated Have a Shout and Curry Connection. And here's a good name, Kitty's Cat's Kitten. Patiently got this mare by Whittington to the track. Hannah Phillips kicking it home over Craigley Daniel very soon. All three runners getting the cutest money and another one by Whittington, a four-year-old mare, and he'll have plenty of representation in the sale. And interestingly, to wrap the meeting up, Oh, drum beats. Two winners in a row. Firstly, with Miss Nangul, two runs back for Lee Wanless. This time, Malia Castle riding it over Brutus and Solid Asset. And the five-year-old by Brutus, third win in 30. And then Little Drummer Boy for Barry Gill and Robbie Farr. Uh, first win in three this campaign. It's only had two out of 43, but it got up in the uh, field over Unresolved and Gambit, and that completed the beats progeny. And across the board, there's some good Queensland representation as we head towards that carnival, or sorry, that March uh, race day and cutest sale, Tony. Yeah, and a lot of these uh, cutest dual qualifiers will be coming up at some of these tab meetings over the uh, the coming weeks, Rob. As I mentioned, there's a two-year-old qualifier at Mackay on Saturday. Next week at Cairns, there's a three-year-old plate qualifier. Another two-year-old qualifier at Townsville on the 26th. Another three-year-old qualifier at Rockhampton on the 27th. And, of course, all counting down towards the uh, the Big Jewels race meeting, which is coming up on Saturday, the 13th of March at the Gold Coast. And uh, details on the uh, the sales, you can get Magic Millions uh, details, contact details there on the website. Catalogue is already available online. And uh, I'll give you a tip. You can download it via the Equiline Catalogue app that you can download from the App Store for your iPad. If you haven't done that and had a look at a catalogue on the app, I know you like carrying one around, Mr Luck, in in hand. I want the spelling of the name of the app, please. (laughs) Equiline is E-Q-U-I-N-E, or Equine Line, I should say. Ah, right. Equine, E-Q-U-I-N-E-L-I-N-E. Equine Line Catalogue app. I can recommend that. I think I... I'm going to have to investigate this, Tony. You can only wait so long for the catalogue. <laughs> <coughs> it but does make it a little bit easier to, to scan through rather than having to do it on your desktop, I can tell you. That's, that's right. Now, we had the racing you were going to cover was uh, South Australia. Yes. Next. It was Lock Cup Day on Sunday, the non-tab program. Brett Davis uh, made the trip to uh, go and call the Ramsey Brothers Case IH Lock Cup, and it was an all-the-way win to uh, David Tootle on the Ryan Dawson train. Dance of Heroes winning by nearly half a length over Give Peace a Chance and Bear Arms. Uh, the uh, the day started off with the benchmark 52, won by Artistic Escape for Claudia Lyons and April Cornell, beating Serious Moonlight and Missed Me. The uh, maiden played over 1,200, went to the Daryl Carrison train Barb Wire, uh, written by apprentice Angus Chung, beating Dressmaker and Portrait of Macy. The benchmark 64 over 1,200. And Felicity Atkinson, always like seeing these four-kilo claiming apprentices pick up these wins at these non-tab meetings. Great to see Felicity's name in the winner's circle there for Brian Lear on Taj Avedo, beating Onward and Cry Out Loud. The benchmark 58, 1,400 went to Carl Zechner, teaming up with trainer Julie Branford. Shu Bakart defeated Chuckles and uh, Tycoon Flutter. We then went on to the benchmark 58-1400. Victory Spoils was successful here for Mick White and Siren Fork, defeating Tung Keta and Trembling. And the last of the big seven race program was the benchmark 52-1800. Got a bit on successful here for apprentice Ben Price for Simon Druitt, 
defeating Paris on Fire and Wicked Rhythm. Now, from what I can tell, Rob, we don't actually have a Country Cups uh, series for 2021. I've been trying to track down some details of that through the uh, Racing South Australia website, but it doesn't look like we've actually got a series as such. So we'll just keep a watch on these Cups as they roll along. I mentioned before the Port Lincoln Cup Prelude is coming up on the 21st, uh, this coming Sunday, the Port Lincoln Cup is a full tab meeting, or well, both of these are tab meetings, that's uh, on the 5th of <coughs> March. Uh, Saturday, 27th of February is going to be Penong Cup Day. And then Sunday, the 14th of March, that's the Kimber Cup uh, meeting. Kimber Race Club will be racing at Port Lincoln that day. So we'll keep a watch on some of these country cups in SA as well as we roll through. Because you do have a role to play with the keeper of the series. And great to hear a couple of names in there. Siren Fork did such a good job leaving Queensland and got heading to South Australia. Started off in the Mackay area, I think. And uh, Barb Wire, well, there's a name for Western Queensland if you want to follow a horse. But, <laughs> Tony, talking a series, the race calendar, just very quickly, 2021 Racing Queensland, Southeast Region, Coast of the Country Point Series. And then, of course, the Magic Millions, Rob Kosh Memorial, mm. Far North Queensland, up and coming stayers. They're already in the race calendar, so don't, uh, I think you'll find things like Battle of the Bush be coming up shortly. It all starts to warm up, but we, we firstly head to this weekend, and results coming out of that, just email me at barkersnews at optusnet.com.au for any great stories, any first uh, historical moments on the racetrack, and as we count down to those March sales and uh, get your catalogues and uh, talk to Debbie Cataliano at uh, Magic Millions to get everything organised. Good on you, Rob. Have a great week. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, listeners. Thank you to Rob Luck, Tony McMahon and Peter Rowe for joining us this week on Bushbeat. We'll be back to do it all again next Tuesday. But don't forget, as always, if you miss any of the show, podcast replays available through our Wooshka platform. We'll tweet out the link through our Twitter handle at Radio TAB Oz. Uh, AUS, and you can also grab a link via our good friends at On The Bit Racing Australia, who put the link up each and every week on their Facebook page and website as well. And we will catch you back rounding up all of the country news next Tuesday on Bushbeat.